0: Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Rich Dotson. He's Matt O'Hara. Hey, hey. He's Garrett Price. My mic's droopy. And we got a droopy uh, uh, producer here today, too, Jared Wackerly in the house. I'm limping in. <laughs> He's <laughs> limping in. Don't, uh, don't admit limp that, man. In droopy. <laughs> so we're back. Uh, playoff week in dynasty for most leagues. If you run a yeah. uh, regular league, if you run a 16 playoff, this is it. The season's over for 50% of you. Or if you're like me, you're still getting it. And about 95% of my leagues. 95% is, a, that's a good number. Still 14-0 in my high stakes league. 350 more points than the guy who's got the second most points. Still confident. I'm going to lose in the first round of the playoffs. I'll keep there you all updated. I got to buy. So See, I'm only at I 65%. And I felt, I felt decent about that. 65% is pretty good. I had a really good year this year in Dynasty. You must like have a lot 95 of like Did you have Herbert in any of those? Pretty impressive. Um, seeing that I was the biggest Herbert fan on this podcast, right, I have a I was lot of Herbert shares. <laughs> yeah, so. uh, so yeah, I'm uh, not saying I'm 100% so safe in a lot of these. One and done <laughs> that hurt, <Bert. laughs> but you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. You got to move on, you got to get through it. I picked up now, to be fair, did
1: you pick up the stick man
0: in two leagues? <laughs> Are you starting them? where I have Herbert? <laughs> I didn't use any of my blind w- my waiver money, so you have
2: all one thousand dollars all
0: in on. Easton stick. Oh, all in. that feels gross. Yes. It's, hey, Easton. Would you rather start Easton stick or Jordan Addison? You shut your ugly mouth. It's, it's closer close. than I wanted to be. I thought he was
1: just say Danny DeVito. Right? I yeah. see, You know who I thought? <laughs> Russell Wilson, Russell, <laughs> Russ.
0: I had to trade for Russell Wilson. I you still told me. You it. Told it made me us. so happy. I told everyone. You yeah. told the show. He texted week. me. He's like, thank me in your victory speech. And I was like, you shut your mouth too. <laughs> yeah. So my whole uh, mojo where I was like, you know, Hey, uh, I hope like the Ravens, like everybody about the Browns, like doesn't do well. Yeah, it backfires because then Justin Herbert got hurt; and he's out for the year. Yeah. and then my Browns lost their left tackle, their backup right tackle is playing like an all-pro, and their D tackle. Now to be fair, the Browns are like a porn addict. You know, they're overcoming what's in front of them. So we're okay. We'll be okay. <laughs>
1: I had to think about that one for a second. I think everyone had to think about that one. Well, I'm I'll still, still think about thinking about it. it everyone, everyone got there. It's the truth. Oh,
0: we'll, it. we'll we'll be okay. We'll be okay. So uh today we're talking if you yeah, if you have Justin Herbert, go go get Easton's Eastern stick.
1: Yay. Yay overcome that.
0: So congrats to everybody who made the playoffs in their dynasty league. You're welcome for all your support throughout the season. <laughs> We got you there. You're welcome for listening to us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but today we are uh, we are doing a redraft. So when you look at dynasty, and now that you know, for a lot of people behind, not in the playoffs, they are looking at the core of their team, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you don't have a trade deadline, off loan, some of those pieces don't fit the future. So when you look at the core of a team, you're looking at players that are pretty much in at 23, 24, 25 year old. Uh, range quarterbacks might be a little uh, in here, so we're going to take the twenty last three year draft classes.
2: We do it every year. This is this is a draft where we, it just it establishes like how good were these past three years and how valuable are some of these these younger pieces versus others. So it's always a it's a fun exercise and always an interesting one. And we've left some people out in past years, and we've gotten some like angry people. Like the biggest one was when we did three rounds, and after his rookie year, we did not draft Cam Akers. And we had people very upset. And How'd that turn out? I mean, not great for Cam Akers lovers. And that was intentional, wasn't it? It, it kind of was. It we was intentional. Were, yeah, we were like, yeah, we don't, he we just don't didn't think he's valid. good.
0: We didn't like yeah, it. you just said difference in value. Well, like I said in the beginning of the show, you're welcome. <laughs> yep, we're here. <laughs> so, don't, don't miss too often, but we do here and there. We that do. One, oh, was we absolutely miss, do, but that one was not. How's Traylon Burks doing, Rich? <laughs> I still don't know if he plays in the NFL. I watched that game last night where you know the Titans made this big comeback. <laughs> they a Make big plays everywhere. I think he had a
2: catch
1: for three yards. Or something. It was like the
2: very like the first reception of the game, and then I don't think we saw him. He had like
0: a game.
3: reverse at one point too. You got oh yeah, he got yards. like four yards. Yeah, reverse, reverse.
2: Yeah,
3: dude,
0: he's, <laughs> he's more like reverse Uno. Like get away from me, dude. Like what's going on? Oh, what a miss. Collecting a check. I that I have to input that into my rookie analysis. So like. Those what players you have just to, don't What do you win. have to input? Those bigger guys. The bigger guys that hoops, can't freaking move? Yeah, they have a, the three cone. I'm, listen, my rookie analysis is right. based on this <laughs> only going forward. Running gauntlet and <laughs> the three cone drill. But You're
2: going to be able it. to only
1: evaluate like four receivers going forward
2: because
0: nobody runs it anymore.
1: Nobody does. I know. Everyone's afraid of it. They are. Because they know it's a true indicator. Every year,
0: I learn and I adapt. We talked about this before. So let's get into the show. This will be a super flex Tight end premium, redraft of the core.
1: I'm up first.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be interesting Number how this one uh, all plays out. Now remember, super flex, tight end premium, and That's... only the past three seasons. So Matt, so three o'clock. Yeah, this is interesting. Are we allowed to tell everybody like how wrong their their bad their pick is? Yeah, we can we, we can
2: give analysis on on the pick. We, I mean we can we can make this as long or as short as we want, and we'll just
0: continue this into the second episode. Wait, why do not we let Garrett? Join the game since he's actually showing up for the first time in eight years. Oh yeah, Jared. So or Jared.
3: Don't ever call me Garrett. do it all the time. I'm now pussyfooting around this one. <laughs> Jared,
1: you want to in? Yeah, Jared, get in here, man. Yeah, sure. All right, you, all you have to do right, is m- manipulate this whole thing while on the fly. Yeah, oh, there you oh, go. While we screw around with these first three picks.
3: Hard.
0: I mean, yeah. only if you want it. I mean, you know. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. If you bone it. I mean, you're here.
3: No know, no prep, but hey, we're here. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, give this guy some vagary. He came in limp. droopy droopy I thought you were
1: droopy well my mic was yeah oh yeah Yeah. all right all right anyway so I um I'm on the clock here first pick this This one's actually this one's actually very interesting and hard right I mean do I want to go Bijan who is an all-world type of running back not I mean if you want to make a bad pick I mean not really no so between for me you know but it's going to lie in at the quarterback position and it's going to be between CJ Stroud and, and Trevor Lawrence. Cause both those real, guys are real quick. Let's, let's clarify this.
2: We're not each trying to build a team necessarily. So if we take four running backs or six quarterbacks or whatever, we're not trying to build a team. We're, we're just trying to take player, the best players. Is, in this, is this super flex, super, super flex, flex. Yep. Okay. <clears> that Um.
1: So yeah, thanks. Thank you for the clarification. That makes a lot more sense now.
0: Um, the second show is going to be the one that would be probably quicker. There's going to be a lot to yeah, talk yeah. about here. This yeah. is it, tough.
1: There's a lot of
2: great options. It, these have been three really good classes in a row overall. And where some classes have been weak, the other classes have been fairly strong to help fill it in. So, it's it's interesting.
1: Um, yeah. So for me, I'm I'm going to end up going C.J. Stroud. Just get the extra years. Uh, I think he's shown enough in this in his rookie season that it makes sense for him to be above Trev in in this pick just just to get the extra years. That probably
2: would have been my pick as well. I probably would have gone with CJ Stroud. I think he's shown enough in this first season that, I mean, you can argue we've seen as much or more from him in one year than we have anybody else on this list. Right. I mean,
1: besides obviously his past week. Uh, right. With where, the injury. Where and, he was injured, and whatnot, got a concussion, yeah. all that good stuff. Um, he's looked pretty good.
0: Yeah. Trevor's flashed. uh the second half of the season flash, the second half of last season mm-hmm. as well, still uh coming in as a, a, you know, elite prospect generation. You know, I know we throw it around loosely, but a generational prospect, I'm sure mm-hmm. we'll be hearing a lot of this about Caleb Williams. And then probably even a little bit of Drake may come up here in the next upcoming months. Hey, Dynasty Nerds, it's time to take your Dynasty game to the next level with FFPC's Dynasty Startup Leagues. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just getting started, FFPC has a league for you, with entry fees ranging from $100 up to $5,000. Choose from a variety of formats, including Superflex, Best Ball Superflex, Triflex, 1QB, and Standard. With weekly lineups, waivers, trades, head-to-head matchups, and playoffs, FFPC's fully managed leagues provide the ultimate dynasty experience. Most importantly, the leagues are here to stay. FFPC has never had a dynasty league fold. They manage the entire commissioner experience from buy-in management to fulfilling your orphans. FFPC is a perfect place to expand your dynasty league portfolio. And here's the best part. As Dynasty Nerds Listener, you can get $25 off any entry fee as a new member when you use the promo code nerds. Head over to myffpc.com now to draft your team. Manage your roster and dominate your league with FFPC. That's my FFPC.com. Promo code nerds for $25 off any entry fee for new members. FFPC where dynasty dreams become a reality. So I have no problem with CJ Stroud. I'm taking Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, but I have no problem with CJ Stroud. I could go either way here. Uh, I don't think there's a wrong answer, mm-hmm. but I will just take Trevor Lawrence, the more highly touted prospect, um, has a better group of receivers there. As I know, it's not long term, and who knows what they're going to do build about CJ Stroud. But in superflex, you know, quarterbacks are always going to outweigh any other position for me. Totally. So if you have a chance to be a QB one consistently, that outweighs any generational running back at all, and it outweighs even the receiver because when you look at these guys and these players, you look at them as you want those young receivers because they offer youth and they offer consistent long-term value. Mm-hmm. Well, the most consistent long-term value and get, even from a point standpoint on a week-to-week points-per-game basis, will always be the quarterback. You've heard us on the show say consistently that you know quarterback number 16 is better... Oh, then some of these low-end wide receiver ones most of the time. And so, fan,
1: on, on Fantasy Pros, just for reference, uh, CJ Stroud, 19 points per game right now, uh, Trevor Lawrence, 17.9.
0: Okay.
1: So it's, I mean, hard to get that kind of production out of a lot of other positions week in, week out.
0: Mm-hmm. And be consistent. Uh, you yeah. know, I, I still argue that we're Jamar Chase, who's in this uh, as an option in this class, has yet to be a, a top three wide receiver. But right. he's a dicey wide receiver, too, for most players. I know CJ. some people are arguing CD Lamb right now, and I'd have no problem taking CD Lamb over Jamar Chase if somebody wanted to. It's starting to get there, yep. So um, for me, it's Trevor Lawrence. Yep. Yeah, I have, I have
2: five guys that I'm considering here. Uh, I think you can make a strong argument for what I would believe are the three best quarterbacks available in Justin Fields, Anthony Richardson, and Brock Purdy. Yep. They're not as uh elite at this point as probably most people would view Trevor and CJ um although Brock, Brock, I,
0: I would say that's pretty interesting that you would Brock, say that pretty
1: 19.8 <laughs> points per game and second year bro sure, looking
0: sure looking great
1: he's yep. played he's played really well he's i would even move really my well. I, I, I almost don't. wanted i almost wanted to shake this whole thing up and just start with him
3: yeah and to be and honest. i think you can make and a strong argument we're, for it yeah. Yeah. so uh, piss that trade him do you Matt I was just telling Rich. I was so happy that I traded for him. <laughs> that was right when he was having a little run. He was having that. Role. He had like uh-huh. three games there. Yeah. We had I that got role. Cooper Cup and Kelsey, but yeah, I, mean, I have two leagues. You're, right you're in a championship
1: 1-1. run, and and I have a buy now. And luckily, you know, yeah. Cup is starting to come together. I have a ton of quarterbacks. Yeah, that's good. Um, um,
0: go ahead, Rich. But but I've, I was saying I have two leagues. Where I have the one one, and I'm looking at this offseason finding proposals to give the one one for Purdy plus, and see if that could work. Right, out. I would too. But go ahead. Um, so I, I think all three of those guys, uh, I, I think Brock Purdy's maybe
2: doesn't have the ceiling as high as Justin Fields and Anthony Richardson, but obviously he's played really, really well. Yep. You, you could make a good argument for the top running back at this point. You could make a good argument for the top receiver at this point in Jamar Chase. So I think all of these guys are within range, but I'm going to stick with the guy that I mean, he's looked really good these past few weeks uh honestly most of the season it's been Justin Fields and the guy you just can't quit I I can't I can't and it it's it seems like an odd one simply because there is still a chance that he's not this team's quarterback next year but I I think he will be the starting quarterback somewhere and when you look at as far as like touchdown to interception ratio he's he's been a lot better than most quarterbacks points per game he's a lot better than most quarterbacks. 18.7 so he's above above
1: uh trev but below the other guys. and that's
2: even factoring in those first three weeks that were just the entire team was a dumpster fire so he's he's looked really good which which that is a dual tr-
1: threat. which seems to be a trend for them yeah <laughs> the they're
0: like we don't weeks. want to start fast we would like to start as slow yeah. as possible please uh their new coach will be next year changing that yeah i, I hope <laughs> i hope they get
2: somebody defense or offensively minded yeah uh, but we'll see so i'll take i'll take justin fields at
3: three and that will leave Brock Purdy to me. Yes. Thank you very much. So I will snag Brock Purdy here, stick him with the quarterback in Superflex leagues, obviously. And
2: I mean, he might win MVP. He could. He absolutely could. I think he it's. Could. I think him and Dak are going to be fighting it out. I think Tyreek should win MVP, but that's just me. I, I, I was going to say, Tyreek, uh, I last night hurt him. It, in some ways, it hurt him. In some ways, it helped him. I agree. Because I think it shows how, yeah, how they how can't function bad, without him, not that's how true, bad, that's true. but how inept that offense was without him. I yeah, agree, that's a
0: good point 100%. So it's 100%. interesting, percent So it'll hurt the overall numbers. I feel like he needs he needs to get to that 2,000 yards, he does to win MVP. But how, if he does, I think he deserves he? MVP. And then right, right now, now, he's on passing.
2: pace for like
3: 1953, he was on yeah. pace for over 2,000, sure. but 16, the injury. 60 yard dud, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna check the odds on fans. If I was
0: betting, if I had like, if I had a, if I had to rank them, you know, like, hey, you get an MVP vote, put me your one, your two, and your three. I would go Tyreek Hill one, Brock Purdy two, and uh, Dak three.
2: I think I would have Dak over Purdy, but I would, I would have Tyreek one as well. Fair. Let's see. MVP odds are uh, the, the reason I have Purdy lower is because I think we, that offense has shown that you can put almost anybody at quarterback. He's not. Super valuable. I completely disagree. Dax I feel like compared he's Kevle, to other Dax, quarterbacks, these last that couple lead their weeks, teams. if
0: you watched, if you watched a pretty film, he is executing at a very high level. And sure, it's not the sure. offense, it's not yeah. the system, it's pretty. we we've, and we've seen a lot of guys. Before. And offensive line's not good.
1: I think they've put in average quarterbacks and made it work.
0: Yeah,
3: this it's is excellent. this
1: is better than making it
3: work. Sure, I think sure. he's
1: better than an average quarterback.
3: He processes extremely well. Yeah. Extremely well. I would. I would. Yeah, I agree oh, with that.
0: I would let me put it this way in a Superflex league, and I doubt that you even made this work. I would be actively trying to what looks like an overpay for Brock Purdy okay. at this point. And, I reg- and I'm so mad, you know, when you hit that three week window. You didn't when try I said, to jump I re- on it. I remember the question was like, Rich and Matt, are you worried about Brock Purdy? And I was yeah. like, no, I want to see him after his buy and yeah. see what Kyle does with him. Right. And he's looked the best he's ever looked since the yeah. buy. Yes. But I wish I would have taken that window because we always talk about in Superflex when it's Quarterbacks that do well when there's this talk out there where there's a dip, buy. Because right. it's worth it. That that window is closed and it's yes. on my fingers and it hurts so bad. I buy <laughs> I buy like me being drunk falling down <laughs> the stairs. Here we are a week. I later, bought Dash during his
2: like low point in the season early on, too. Uh but I d I didn't get a well, chance yeah, to jump would, on Another party.
0: prime example of what a great buy would have been. Yeah. Uh so yeah, I love Purdy to me Pur- I went on my rankings today to go up Purdy to see how much higher I got him. And apparently he's I, I probably would have taken Purdy ahead of Anthony Richardson too, but currently my dynasty rankings, I have him behind, which this, and this is why I like these exercises because this tells me, yes, I do need to move Purdy right. up in my dynasty rankings overall. So Matt, you're on the clock.
1: Yeah. And this, uh, for me, this is when it starts getting real interesting, right? I mean, like there's Anthony Richardson out there. There's Bijan Robinson. I mean, hell, there's Brees Hall staring and me in Jamar the face. face. Yeah, Jamar, sure. Jamar Chase. I mean, there's some pretty special tight ends, and there's some. T- this is tight end premium as Jake, well. You got Jake yeah.
0: Ferguson. Jake Ferguson's down
1: there. I mean, and and a couple of other guys. So I don't know. It's
0: crazy. It's true though. <laughs> Jack Charbonnet, the hard runner, and Kenneth Walker, the pass catcher. Here you go. <laughs> See that flip of the script this week? That was, that was, that was my mind was blown. I was like, <laughs> look at Charb getting all the in between tackles, and they're, they're they're targeting Kenneth Walker a ton. Weird. Flip the script.
1: Weird. Unbelievable. Um, but for me, I Jake Ferguson. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Jake Ferdy Ferguson Ferdy. Ferdy. I
1: wouldn't would argue the pick <laughs> yeah you would you, uh, I wouldn't because I because you'd be getting a good player um I think Anthony Richardson worries me just enough that I'm gonna move off the quarterbacks here okay <clears throat> With the injuries, the constant injuries before the season-ending injury, <laughs> I mean that dude was literally injured every, every single, week, every single week.
0: He's got multiple shoulder injuries. He, yeah.
1: So now I have to grapple between Jamar Chase and Bijan Robinson. Bijan, 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 and and
0: Jamar Chase. Probably not too far off in the value of length of uh, value of years you would accrue have left. Sure.
1: No. I I, I totally agree. So Rude. here's the deal. I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go fine. with the more scarce position, right? I'm going to, I'm going to go running back. I think okay. it's a generational. Oh, yeah, that's fine. I think I'm going to go, um, Bajan Robinson here for all the reasons I just said. And plus I, there's just something I don't like about
0: Jamar chase. Oh, I don't like his damn attitude. <laughs> so I, I said this on a podcast many times. So yeah. You have. So I
1: saw so so a chase fan. This one is a little bit with Did my dislike More chase or Wilson. Wilson who? Oh, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Yeah. Oh, Russell yeah, Wilson is my
0: least favorite yeah. player in NFL of all time. Of all time? Yeah, all time. Wow, you really don't like him. And, that, and trust me, I don't like John Elway. But that was more of like a physical, he hurt my heart kind of thing. Sure. Like, Russell he Wilson physically hurt his heart. Yeah, Russell Wilson hurts my ears. Mine, mine too. Dude, yeah. Physically. John Elway hurt my heart also. <laughs> I mean, I know it's more Terrell Davis, but yeah. I, I wasn't. Like that born yet. All right, so we we, we all know, young, young buck.
3: don't oh. so just here and try and disrupt our show hey, flow. Try and keep it flowing like I used to. You know? it? Come on. I'm back. <laughs> I wasn't born yet.
0: <laughs> try to keep the show.
3: I'll be back again in a month. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> soon? You're
0: back here for all the rookie stuff, right? <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay. Alright, nice so I'm on the clocks. You take B. John Robinson. B. Anybody opposed to that? Anybody no, like No. Say? I, don't that th- I don't know that I don't know that I would have
2: made that pick, but I don't have a strong argument against it.
0: I would not have made the pick. Damn right you don't. I don't hate the pick. <laughs> I mean, anytime you get dy- anytime you get the number one guy at their position group, it's never a bad. I, pick. I
2: think you could have made an argument for for Bajon as early as three. I think
0: you could have started making that argument. I would have listened, but I wouldn't mind like that either. But for me, I'm taking Anthony Richardson because again, quarterback trumps all. Anthony Richardson showed me enough in those couple games that he played that he's going to be a fancy force mm-hmm. now. Will that force be available short lived <laughs> because of injuries or am I going to, you know, can I get Cam Newton length? Can I get like eight years out of Anthony Richardson? Can, how eight. many, how many years until Cam started getting injured? I think it was like about six, eight, about eight
1: yeah. years. How like, many until Anthony Richardson started getting injured and had to get surgery? About Eight
0: games. Okay. Just um, not even actually. I'm just checking. About eight five. days. I'm <laughs> no, I'm just checking, man. So I think that might
1: be on the the upper end of his spectrum. Yeah,
0: but. risk and reward, and I get it. But I mean, what he lo- what it looks like, what he brings to the table is you know a true difference maker, kind of. Yeah. You know, players like that in that position are the ones that walk you into the playoffs, right? Definitely. Like, if the Christian McCaff- if you have Christian McCaffrey on your team and you have a bunch of okay guys behind him, he can walk you into the playoffs. Yes. You know, we've seen years where Peyton Manning, Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson can walk you into the playoffs. You know, Tyreek Hill this year is the kind of player that has walked you into the playoffs if you have him. Mm-hmm. Because week in, week out, they produce. I have a team that I made the playoffs in that I intentionally was desperately not trying to win in. Like, desperate. There was weeks I couldn't even put a full lineup in, and I, I have to go back in and analyze like analyze because leagues. I have no idea how I'm in the playoffs. I have zero idea how I'm in the playoffs, but I'm in them um, because you have players like <laughs> Tyreek <laughs> Ty- Hill that walk, I don't have Tyreek <laughs> Hill that walk you into they the just playoffs. Walk you single handedly um, into it. Yep. So I'm taking it through Richardson because I'm looking for you know with this these kind of picks at one six in a startup like this of a core. Like say you did a draft like a, our drafts gonna start with core draft only until these guys are gone. You can't take anybody else. I want somebody's gonna make a true difference to me. Like, you know, a guy like Jamar chase, is he really good and going to make a difference on my team? Yeah. But like, there's gonna be up weeks, down weeks. Like he's, he, he's yet to show me he's a number one, all at his position. I've seen Andy Richardson show me enough where he could be the number one guy at his position. So I'll take Wait. wait, 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 wait,
2: wait. Hold on. Andy Richardson's played parts of five games. Yeah. He's, he's shown you enough that he can be the top guy, but, but Jamar chase hasn't shown you enough that he can be the top guy. At his No, position. he's
0: not consistent enough.
2: Where Where is he? Where's the consistency from Anthony Richardson?
0: Where's the consistency in your argument? <laughs> He's literally missed so much time. How many crystal balls are you own? <laughs> Not enough,
2: apparently, because, I mean I, I, I just I don't get that at all. I don't get that at Le- all.
0: And those, and that little And window. Interest, it's
2: so consistent. And then, no, no. Jamal Gi- Chase? No, I saw. No way. Just because it's a Fucking <laughs> scum.
0: Listen, you're looking out Rich the porthole like, of a giant ship. <laughs> yeah, you know, like you're in the cockpit of a C-17. I'm looking through the peephole of a door, but we're st- I still see what I want to see. Like I see enough there at a position where I'm happy with what I saw at a position that offers the most value in return. I didn't get Jamar Chase for Anthony Richardson straight up. He comes back and he plays healthy eight games. There. I get him straight Shoot. up. You know, I could have got I get Jamar Chase for C.J. Stroud straight up. Jared could have got him for C.J. Uh, C. Stroud for Jamar Chase. Stop bringing up he my trade. You refused trades. to accept the <laughs> offer until I declined until I retracted that offer. Retract. Yeah. Give me yeah. that at Six. I was so, like, right, well, it's just it's. A, I I believe. It, let me put it this way. I understand what you're saying, but yeah. I believe in the positional value so much in Superflex. That's fine. I'm cool with wild. that argument. The consistency one. <laughs> Did you
1: hear his analogy? A C 17. C 17 and a people. people. Yeah. A By people. the way, a C 17 is awesome. Thanks, Meeks. By the way, we are well aware of how awesome it is. Yes.
2: Uh,
0: all right. <laughs> Speaking I experience. am going to go with the
2: aforementioned Jamar Chase here. Uh, Where's the consistency? <laughs> <laughs> he know, no other than Richardson. Uh, it, it, when you look at a points per game basis, he's been, he's been pretty elite over the course of his career. Uh, he was a top, what was he? I think he was wide receiver six as a as a
1: rookie uh you might think that but rich would refute it yeah
2: (laughs) wrong i mean 66 is he
0: top Uh, three at his position every year
1: all i'm saying is
2: he's he's been fantastic every time he's been on the field you can plug him in you have no worries about him that's not true that's 100 percent true
0: okay keep talking what's not true about it hold on you keep talking i'm gonna bring up some i'm gonna bring some stuff up here
2: you bring some stuff up because jamar chase has been when he's been on the field he's been one of the best receivers in football or not. Like, easily. He's,
0: oh yeah, easily. Yeah, so, he's really good. So, no, so you he, wouldn't draft him. He's right. my wide receiver two overall. Okay, so right. why yeah. are you he's hating like on
1: him so much? Dynasty wide receiver two. Here, here's why he's hating 9.1, 9. 8.1, 26.1, 14.3, 52.2, 14, 3, 2, 14 25, 8.1, 23, 9, 12 31 five a lot that, of under 10 point games that's that's what that's what he's citing and and i agree sure. with what jared said it has been a weird year
2: it, for him. it's it's been a weird year but i'm gonna attribute a lot of that more to joe burrow totally. and to jamar Chase. it's been a weird year for him
0: uh because bangs. of joe burrow yeah. not
1: being there for
0: sure okay then yeah it's been a weird year so let's go back to last year where he was wide receiver number 11 overall and how many he games missed, did he have he four on- games i think yeah, that's fine. Okay, that counts. But how many you want know games he had under thirteen points? One, two, three, four. They missed some games. Four games under thirteen points.
2: Okay. So he had uh, ten games over
0: thirteen points. I'm just saying if I want if I'm taking a guy that is my wide receiver two overall. So, so you know, I don't think he is your wide receiver two overall.
1: He is I, in
2: the range. i tell you what, Cee Lamb's... But maybe not yeah. in the heart. CeeDee Lamb Yeah, I was going to say,
0: I don't think he really is. There's an argument for CeeDee Lamb to overtake him. How many games last year that CeeDee Lamb had under uh, 12 points? Three. Under 12? What about under 13? Under
2: 13. Three. Okay. I was like, we're not to the numbers yeah, now. Yeah, sorry. sorry. You know how many had under 12?
0: And, <laughs> and you <know>. a half. <laughs> AJ Brown last year had... He had under 13 points. He had one... because got In that, that game, he got hurt in. I've taken away the game, got game he got hurt in, only two games under 13 points. All right, well, then you so, have to take away the so game. So the point is, got hurt in know, my, my, and I've said it, remember, I said this before the season started. I, like, you don't I like need, him, I know. It has nothing to do with not liking him. It has to do with perceived value, right? Perceived value versus production. And so what, when people want to say, like, what, what was the biggest argument about where Joe Mixon fixed, finished last year? Well, we had a 150-point game. Well, Jamar Chase has got that 150-point game. Where would he be without that game? My problem with Jamar Chase is that he doesn't bring consistent points per game value every single week. You get too many of those 10, 12, 13 points per game, which is, again, that's great. But for where he's valued and where he's drafted, like, I have somewhat of an issue with that, personally. And it's not that he's a bad player. It's just about where are you taking him? Like, what? like. Would you rather have CeeDee Lamb or Jamar Chase? CeeDee Lamb is going to offer you more consistency. Right now, A.J. Brown is almost offering you more consistency at a high level than a guy like Jamar Chase. That's why I would take Anthony Richardson. That's where I bring in the consistency aspect of it. Jamar Chase is a fantastic player, and I'm not saying he can't give you that. I'm not even saying he can't give you that. But so far, which is, this is his third year in the league, right? Correct. He has not given us that so far. So that's all I'm saying, and, that, and honestly, that's why I said at the beginning of this year, what what do I need to see from Jamar Chase this year? I need to see more consistency on a week for, in, week out basis, for what not so worth. much of a roller coaster. And he's a roller coaster. He was
2: he was wide receiver five as a as a rookie, uh, so he was Still number five top overall.
0: Three. Another day is
1: here, and you're
0: ready for it. What to wear?
1: Check breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Check planning for what's next and how to save for it. That's where Bank of America can help.
0: is the mini is live Woo. on Sleeper right now. The Dynasty so GM, you use the analyzer. That you can use nice. the, uh, the, the trade calculator. And my favorite thing is the inbox, right? Where all your trades from all your Sleeper Leagues are right there. You can actually push trades through the actual sleeper at and right now we could be more excited to be partners with them and right now if you don't know they are doing dfs and i know how many people that play dynasty play dfs as well and right now there's not a better place to play dfs than sleeper they're offering up to a 100 times your entry the highest payout in the whole dfs market Right now, you can track your fantasy players and your sleeper picks in real time. All you gotta do is choose two to eight of your favorite players from pregame, live, in-game, or even across different sports. Pick more or less than predicted stats, and only on sleeper, you get up to 100 times your payout. You can share it with your friends and get rewarded together. Make sure you use that promo code NERD so our friends know that friends sent them their way. No way. Um, <laughs> and get your deposit match and Friendly. have a good time. You'll have all your DFS all of your fantasy leagues, and now even a Dynasty GM in one spot It is fully operational inside Sleeper right now. And then when you're a NerdHer member, you get that full access to that. And remember, you also want to download the Dynasty Nerds app because they're both in there. Check it out. Check our friend Sleeper. Check out a DFS. Use that promo code NERDS. Get your whole estate <laughs> <set>. <laughs> That is true. Yeah, listen, if you're taking a guy number two overall in a startup, in a non super flex league, all right, or the number two guy in his position outside of quarterbacks, you want a guy who's going to finish top three overall year in the year out for at least four or five years, right? That's why you're taking that guy there. That's why Tyree Kill has been an absolute diamond mm-hmm. in face football. It's why Justin Jefferson is the number one wide receiver. Know where Justin Jefferson finished last year? Number one overall. Well, we'll see.
2: Hopefully, CeeDee Lamb does finish there this year because up until this point, he has not finished as a top three receiver.
0: But at least this year, he's like, if, give me give me one. And this is not saying Jamar, Jamar Chase right now is quarterback or wide receiver, receiver number five. five. So like, that's great. It really is. It's great.
2: But and that's G- the thing. You consider all of the things that he's had to go through versus CeeDee Lamb's had
1: a consistent quarterback all season Has long. He?
2: He's, all right, hasn't he,
1: had an injured quarterback. He hasn't had an injured quarterback, but consistent, not okay, really. Yeah. Beginning sure, of the season, it was, was sure, sure. There were
2: batch, some yep. some
0: bumps and curves, but he's had the same guy, a guy that's playing sure. at an MVP level this now, year, yes, for the
2: entire season. And a
0: player I've always loved that he's always hated, a guy like DJ Moore, who's currently wide yeah. receiver seven. Jamar Chase is wide receiver number five. DJ when, Moore's had a fantastic it, year. Yeah, we've when, been on the we've it, been on the Moore bus. And together. when Justin Fields plays, he imports that produces a higher level. Just DJ Moore's averaging seventeen point eight points per game. What? While Jamar Chase is averaged 18.4, you can get DJ Moore plus a haul for Jamar Chase. A haul. So, what I'm saying is just the value that he is worth right now in my eyes mm-hmm. is it outweighs, you know, like it's more than
1: his production. It's more want.
0: than his production. So, so you would take CeeDee Lamb over him then? I still have him currently my wide receiver, too, because I, mm-hmm. I also believe in Joe Burrow. T. Higgins is most likely gone after this year. Right. But what happens if the Bengals draft a, like, a st- this is a deep class. What they, are they could re- easily draft somebody to replace Tee Higgins. What if they replace, replace T. Higgins? T Higgins with another first-round receiver, which would be nice because they're going to have to pay Jamar Chase uh, soon.
2: But, I mean, Jamar Chase has shown that he can be a top-five receiver even with Tee Higgins, so.
0: One? Well, I mean, one year? Yeah. One year Listen, and this year, so two years. And
3: with the next pick. These are important dynasty conversations, Jared. We've been on this for freaking 10 minutes. Hey, well, it's important. You're These talking about important. the
0: number one, two overall. I'm just talking about value. He wants to know my answer why I feel this way. I'm just trying to explain myself thoroughly. Jared
1: just wants to make us pick people.
3: Uh, <laughs> he hasn't I mean, been here for
1: so long. I'm,
0: I'm, just right. say, <laughs> I'm
3: just telling you, I'm right. I know, but you guys I'm have right. made the same argument like three times. No, I'm redundant. I always.
0: That's, if you've listened to the show, you know how I always repeat <laughs> myself to make my point cross. <laughs> I don't I'll give you any more information. I don't
3: say it once. You might forget it. All right, so like all the good quarterbacks are off the board for the totally. most part. Yep. I, oh, that sucks because Bryce Young's there too. And that's, <laughs> yeah, all the good quarterbacks just, are off the board. All, like oh. you <laughs> said, all the Man. good quarterbacks are off the board. What you're a right. shitty year. I mean, Sam Howell still there? Oh, I can't say that on this. one. <laughs> anyway, you're, you're fine. You're I, fine. I was real torn on this it's one. I mean, pick. there's good. Yeah. There's good. There's good running backs left. Brees Hall, Gibbs. Come on, please hurt. H. Han. Huh. It. <laughs> he's telling you he to. Hurry, you to he's up. telling you to hurry up. <laughs> really
0: <milked> this <laughs> <second>?
3: <laughs> You know what? <laughs> he's he's gonna go home. Yep. You're, gonna, you're gonna you're gonna send him home. I'm gonna edit I'm all going of Rich's <laughs> bad takes together, <laughs> and just all right. Garrett, Wilson. Garrett Wilson's my pick. Every one of them. Garrett Wilson's my pick. I was between him and uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. It was tough. <sighs> But wide receiver shelf life for me here. Um, always going to go with the wide receivers. I'm glad you had to make that selection but because I was actually thinking about that putting this together. Like, who
2: would I take between Garrett Wilson and Amon Ra? And I honestly don't know that I have a good answer. No.
1: It's tough. It's
3: a tough choice. The good news is they're both really good. They're I both just, fantastic. I think long term, yeah. Garrett Wilson ends up being he has the higher the ceiling, for sure. receiver for sure. But I mean, if you're gonna argue, amon he's you want, you want consistency? Yeah, he's scoring. That dude's been freaking consistent. So I mean, I could go either way here, but Garrett Wilson's my pick. Yeah, I can't believe you.
1: Yeah, man, that's a nice. That's a really nice pick, and, and it leaves me with with the tough decision of probably picking between two lions here. Um, and it's for me, it's not. It's oh, not, it's not the Brees. running back. It's not, it's, huh? Over Brees? No, it's not the running back. It's Amon and oh, no, it Sam, oh, LaPorta? Sam Laporta. Woo! This is tight end premium. Sam That's Laporta true. right now. He's isn't been that, a monster. He's not that much farther down the board. If you're looking at overall points per games at a super flex tight end premium, um, you know, Amon Ross, St. Brown's 19.2, which is, uh, you know, almost three, three plus points ahead of Sam Laporta but you have to look at positional value as well. Sam LaPorta is a tight end. There's not a lot out there getting almost 16 points a game like Sam LaPorta is in tight end premium. So I almost want to just go with the scarcity pick here again, two <laughs> times in a row and go LaPorta. That's and, bold. And you know what I'm going to? God I'm going to take. it. Yep. That's bold. It, I, it, it, I don't hate it though. It's bold, but that's what you have to do in these types of things. You have to look at that type. That's the kind of decisions I'm making when I'm on the board. I can get another wide receiver that's going to score 19.2 points. It might be a little bit difficult. It's really, really difficult to get a tight end, a rookie tight end that's scoring 16 points a game and only has the arrow pointing up. I think that's got to be the pick um, just due to the fact that there's only so many out there.
2: I I can't blame you at all for making that pick. And I I was curious, like, when are these tight ends going to start coming off the board? Because I had a feeling it would be, we would see some in the first round. This is higher than I thought it would go. But if he ends up being anywhere close, he doesn't have to be as good, but anywhere close to as good as what we've gotten from guys like Travis Kelsey, Rob Gronkowski, like the top Mm -hmm. one or two tight ends every single year, they're... Elite difference makers. So the I think the hardest part about this is, as good as he's been, he is still a rookie. Yeah.
1: Do we expect this to continue? We've we've on through. S- we've seen a lot of times rookies come out and do well their first year and, and then, then regress.
0: Regress. Yes,
1: we've seen it. I mean, Evan Ingram did it. Pitts did it. Ingram's back, baby. And yeah, Ingram's back. He is back. And, and, and hopefully, hopefully, will hopefully Pitts will be. Hopefully, Pitts will be back.
0: No one tells me system thing. Guess what? Pitts is in a bad system. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed
1: it! <laughs> wow, yes, this is this is the hard hitting analysis yeah, we need. This is it, <laughs> bad system.
0: <laughs> Rich, you're up, man. I I, I love that pick. Yeah. I swear that's the pick I was going to make, and I was going to be the exact it. same reasons that he does. We all know that if you listen to the show, I'm a huge tight end honk, and I made this decision. You know, when we were at dinner at the Fantasy Football Expo, and you know, a player I absolutely adore in Devon Achan was on the board, uh Zay Flowers was on the board. There's players on the board and I sit there and said, I'm gonna take Sam Laporta over all these guys because the positional value is that important to me. Mm-hmm. And boy am I glad I yeah, did
1: that worked out. You know,
0: it sure <laughs> did because I was like, I don't I was like the one position I need is tight end. And yeah. now I got my tight end, essentially my tight end one. Uh him and Hawkinson. So Goes back to what we said about you know, B. John Robertson. Anytime you get the number one guy at his position group, it's important. But if you're going to get a number one guy at a position group that is a scarce position group, now- scarce,
1: scarce, scarce, scarce,
0: scarce, Um
1: scarce,
0: you know That's even more so. Now, scarce. I think the dynasty scarce. tight end position is the- the best depth I've ever seen. And we talked about this kind of yeah, last we week. Yeah, we did last week. And yeah. It's still get better by, by Adam Brack, Bow, Brack Bowers. And seeing the rise of Terry McBride, it's really kind of made it a really good group. So I love the pick because you're getting a very good player at a, at a scarce position. So for me, I'm taking Brees Hall. Okay. I'm him over on my Rod Brown. It's just, you know, like you guys said it before, it's much easier. Even look at the depth here at receivers that I still have my my choosing of. I love a lot of these guys. Yeah, yeah. And we have a really good wide receiver class coming in here again. So when we're doing the same exercise next year, it's going to be interesting as well. But Brees Hall, to me, is still one of the best running backs I've ever scouted on tape. Smooth on like butter, man. He's looked really good these last couple of weeks as well. Once you get a good quarterback in there, that offensive line gets helped out some, he is going to be a dominant force. He's going to be a great buy this offseason se- if there's any dip in his value whatsoever. Once, I absolutely he's, a, love once
1: him. he's a full year past that ACL surgery, him and Javante Williams, both of those guys, are gonna be Javante's been playing really well. He right has here. been and he but next year is gonna be a different level for yep. both those guys.
0: It was my argument for Javante before the year started. I know yep. I I, I reverse track on it. I was like listen take reverse, some, reverse, reverse history says step after step, step ACL back. tear. History has shown us, which again, you know, as a po- if you play poker, you always go by the odds, right? Like sure. the hand you, you bet the start is by the odds that you have. Odds would tell you that after a year after tearing your ACL, unless you're Adrian Peterson or Saquon you know not it wasn't Saquon uh it's only Adrian Peterson like one other player it's going to take a year for you to come back to full health Yeah. and Brees Hall, just like Javante is starting to show us a little bit of that right now over the last couple of weeks. So about a full year, uh, takes the return. So for me, yeah. I'm getting my dynasty running back. Number three. I just bumped Christian McCaffrey ahead of him because Christian McCaffrey is just unreal. Bonkers. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, Unicorn. So, but they're right next to each other. I actually bumped them. I think I bumped him. I might bump him ahead of no, not Jamar Chase. Not yet. Um, <laughs>
3: But yeah, so I'm taking Brees Hall. I mean, yeah, the way they use him in the past game, he has a potential to be a top three running back year in, year out. One of the best running backs I've ever watched on film. All
2: right. I'm up at 111. If if we were if this was the type of thing where we were truly building a team here and we weren't taking just who we thought the best available player was, I would probably be taking Gibbs here. uh, because I do think that there is a little bit of a teardrop. And there's only so many good running backs to go around in this. So I'd want to like hoard those running backs, knowing that I could get some good wide receivers later. But if I'm truly going on who I think the best player available is, that's got to be Amon Ross St. Brown. He was a guy that was, was overlooked in the draft process, went on day three, and his rookie campaign started a little bit slow. But those last like six games, he just tore up and then just never stopped just continued year after year after year um so this is year three now of him just being an absolute dominant PPR player constantly gets open constantly making plays and if you it, you know he, he's kind of the antithesis of of Jamar Chase that we were talking about the, the fluctuation sometimes in the production Hamon Ra is just
1: so consistently good you just you plug them in and you don't even give a second thought about 19 it. 16 19 16 30 23 16 30 21 18 12 5 yeah i mean yeah you, obviously it, this past week was a dud for their whole, their sure. whole squad. gold yep yep
0: consistency is the most points per game value just consistency is the most precious thing Yep. In And that's why they, you love points per game. I mean, some of those are gonna get skewed with those fifty point games, what sure. not, but that's what I'm on Rob brown, does get you is that consistency. And you can't you can't put money on that. No. All right, uh, Jordan.
3: What do you got, man? Last pick I first round. I don't know. I I, <laughs> I decided to go Jameer Gibbs here. It's a good pick. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, once they started using him like they should have been using him the whole time in the past game, I mean he exploded. And he's finally beginning to get getting in the end zone. So Um, that first round draft capital, we're starting to see like for running backs. I mean, you always go with first round running backs. Mm -hmm. They typically always hit for the most part. So, um, what was that? I know. Let's just not count him. Anyway, Rich, 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 Rich would
1: love to.
0: <laughs> There's a small glimmer of hope. That I like, mean, when, is when there... Pacheco is out and we're like Clyde Ward is going to start this week, I'm like, it... come on, baby, show us something. <laughs> I know. <laughs> come, <laughs> on, come, come on, baby, show us. Hey, I, don't, I, don't I don't know had if, to start him in a league hold on, this I week. I started too. I
3: don't know if
1: you noticed what shirt I'm wearing today, but Josh Jacobs got injured. <laughs> so, dust Samir it off, Raiders. dust it off, the Raiders that nerd the shirt. Raiders. Zamir White. If
2: you guys were on the clock here, who would you? have? It would have been Gibbs because I even said I was. Top tasseling back and forth between Amon Rod and Gibbs. Uh, so it would have been Gibbs for me. It'd
0: probably have been Gibbs for me too.
2: is so good though, too. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know.
1: Looking at some of these wide
3: receivers, I, I know. Might, I might have gone one of God, the wide, the wide receiver position so deep.
2: Um, yeah. All right, real quick before we get into the second round, I know we haven't done deep dives yet, but just quickly, where would Caleb Williams, Drake May, Marvin Harrison, and Brock Bowers, first of all, would all three go in this round for you? Secondly, roughly where would you have them
0: all move them all to the top? Essentially. I'm taking Caleb Williams ahead of all those quarterbacks.
3: Okay. Other than Stroud. I think I would have Stroud ahead. Proven. Still, but Caleb moves so much better though. He does. I know, but he's just proven Stroud's proven. There's still a risk.
0: Okay. And, and that's fair. If you want to do that, that's fine. Like if and I had, I, one I, I love Caleb Stroud, too. I probably yeah. wouldn't do that. And then I'd probably put, Oh, Where did Marvin Harrison Jr. go?
1: <laughs>
0: Probably right after Purdy for me.
1: He would be the top wide receiver. Yeah.
0: I'd take him ahead of Bijan for sure. Yeah, Over so. Chase too, huh? Oh, definitely yep. over Chase. Yeah. Easily. Why? I'm, six, just kidding. No, I'm just six kidding. six foot four. No, I'm
3: not getting into it again. Uh, a fabulous route runner. Chase. Jump balls. I, I mean, love Marvin Harrison. fastest hands would, in the draft. I would take hey, Chase. I'm not going to argue with you there. Yeah. Without knowing where he goes and, and all of that stuff, yeah, I, would take he, I
0: can tell you exactly where Harrison's going. He's going to Arizona.
3: Drake May. I mean, I'm hesitant if he lands in New England. I can tell you exactly. Exactly. He know, without he a doubt, he's going to look through his. I will
0: bet. I will bet. People? anybody. Do you remember
2: anything. the the Mike Gasecki for sure going to the Chargers?
0: I, I will God. bet. He still can. Next year, just wait. <laughs> where would you say
3: Harrison's going?
0: Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals. Pick one, three. And the Cardinals have 1-3, let me put it that way. If the Cardinals end up with 1-3, that's, that's part of the risk of it that, is you don't know where they're picking they Virginia. Yet. Okay, that's right. Uh, the fair. I'm just looking at uh, the draft order is pretty much set in stone, yeah. which it's not. If it was today, yeah. he's Arizona Cardinal 100%. I wouldn't be surprised if
2: somebody tries to trade up in front of them, even if
3: they're there.
0: No, it's not. because it's Well, New England's at two. They're taking a quarterback. Yeah. Number one's Caleb Williams, or maybe maybe. I was May. going to
3: say, we'll see. It's 1-2 quarterback. If Drake either May goes to New England, though, I'm a little worried. I am. Oh, you
0: see the report today? Bill Belichick's
3: out. No, I didn't.
0: Yeah, Tom uh, Corran. He's uh, he's always right about the Raiders. Said it. It was decided after Week Ten, the loss to the uh, Colts in Germany, that they're mutually going to part ways. Like it's, and that guy's never wrong about the Patriots. So even like Dave Portnoy, when I was Twitter today, said, "Yep, he's like I have inside." He said, this guy's never wrong. He's like seems like important. It's like I don't care. We had twenty year dynasty. We don't ever win a playoff game again, and we could lose every game. He's like I, I can live with it. Yeah. we, they we got are it, a so. pretty spoiled fan base. So it looks like uh, Belichick's uh, going to be leaving New England after this year. Interesting, it, very interesting. So yeah, and, sh-
1: but sh- sh- not yeah. altogether unexpected. No, they've looked and like that makes, you makes me feel better actually, is not he? Huh? it
3: actually makes me feel a lot better too. Yeah, he's
0: terrible at picks, dude.
1: Dude, if he goes to the Chargers, I'm getting rid of everybody on the Chargers that I got.
0: What are you talking about? I I heard. He might go to uh, uh, Washington, Commanders. Interesting. But either way, fantastic. So yeah, like, I fine. Mean,
1: just uh, just avoid them, like I've been doing, and everything will work
0: out, in out in great. The and then for me, like Brock Bowers is—I don't know, man. That's that's tough because Brock Bowers against like Sam Laporta. I'm I'm definitely going Laporta. La I, La I
2: think La, I think Brock looks awesome. Yeah. But part of the tight end, more than anybody it's wants to admit, gets, man. is is. The, the landing spot for, yeah. for tight end is really big.
0: 100%. But Bowers has been dominating SEC been. since the moment he stepped foot on the field at 18. From the moment that dude was 18-year-old, I'm like, oh my God. That look kid- at Kyle Pitts. Is he better as a prospect than Kyle Pitts? Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's dominated. <sighs> yes. I don't know. He's the, he'll be... Listen, I am married to Dalton and Kate. That's true, you That's are. my husband. But boy... This is some fornication talk right now. But boy, dude. am I thinking about becoming Mormon. <laughs> alright Matt Wait, can we recap the first let's, round let's recap, let's All recap. Right, All
2: right. who's, who's recapping
0: it let's go with the guy who has the best voice me. Matt Garrett Nobody voted be a for me
3: Matt you easily has <laughs> the <laughs> you best voice for
0: you. You I, really <laughs> I know I was a really good like alright who wants to recap it go ahead Matt
1: alright so the first pick uh, am I, do I have to say who picked them I can just go in order alright no, just just yeah. CJ Stroud went one one, then Trevor Lawrence one That's two. That's my pick. That's my pick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> tell us about it.
1: <laughs> then, just, then Justin Fields. No, he's got. He's got to tell us about which one. Anthony Richardson, DeMar Chase. Yeah. C
0: A- seventeen. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> <C-17?
1: laughs> <laughs> Justin Fields went three. Brock Purdy went four. Which. Seems low right now when I'm recapping. Um, five went Bijan Robinson. Uh, six Anthony Richardson. Seven Jamar Chase. Finally, eight <laughs> Garrett <laughs> Wilson. Nine Sam Laporta. Ten Breesall, Eleven Amon Ross St. Brown. And then twelfth, the final pick in the first round, Jameer Gibbs.
0: So, what do we have? Do we? Do you think we have enough time to get through this? Whole, we have enough yeah. time to get through this whole round, right? Yeah.
3: All right. We We're at forty-three two. minutes.
1: All right, so I guess I'm back on the clock here. Then back in black. All right, Um, Will Levis. This is actually tough, right? Uh, There are there is Will Levis sitting there staring me in the face. Um, I'm not really sure if he's the long term answer. I'm not sure. You You love Bryce Young,
0: man. There's a lot of players I see above (laughs) Will Levis here. No, I know. I'm not going to take Will Levis.
1: I just wanted to mention him and then say what I thought about him. (laughs) <laughs> Not really sure about that guy, so I can't pick him here. Um, this is a tough one, though, because uh, I, I, I'm looking basically between Jalen Waddle and, and Devontae Smith here. Uh, is there anyone else? This
0: is crazy because it's so easy for me to pick. Is it? Oh, yeah. There's a guy I'm just eyeing up. All right. I'm going to go Devontae Smith because I think he
1: is the best long-term guy, and, and Rich can get whoever he wants there with the next pick.
0: Yeah, Jalen Waddle.
1: Yeah.
0: Easy Oops. peasy. What did I just do? I mean, Jalen Waddle has shown us that he can be a top-tier receiver. Okay. Hasn't even he got
2: is. to talk about Smith yet. Yeah. Um, Smith
0: for- <laughs> no, some, some, something,
1: something happened on the spreadsheet. I got uh, it.
3: I, I put
0: your picks in. No, oh,
3: correct, correct.
1: One I, six. One 6 got all screwed up.
3: I thought I was on the
1: board. <laughs> uh, I mean, Devontae Smith. I mean, obviously, hasn't had the year that we all that all everyone wanted, right? I sure. mean, AJ Brown kind of took the. Uh,
2: the lion's share of the work there
1: took took the alpha male uh role there and and, and devontae smith kind of took a backseat but he's got so much potential and this is kind of philadelphia this whole year that whole offense kind of feels like it's been off a little just bit just a tick just a tick right yeah like a, a, a like a watch that needs some tune fine tuning right it's still running but maybe it's it maybe it's losing a second every yeah. two days yeah you know, one of those type of things. Sure, and and that's just kind of how they feel uh, to me. So Devontae Smith might have just been kind of a innocent bystander. I, I love the talent. He's always open. That dude just it, crazy, always. crazy separation. Plays bigger than his, you know, 165 pounds frame w- you'd ever think. So um, I got
0: no problems with him long term. Uh, I like Devontae. Smith. Oh, love yep. love him. And even somebody who you would think like, hey, he's having a down year. Wide receiver, 15 on a year. Yeah, not you not know not had. All. A, you know, and I know he's been on fire lately, ahead of Debo Samuel, yep. who's been on fire. He's one spot ahead of Debo Samuel. But Devontae Smith, like you said, he's just, from the moment we watched his tape, like this guy will always be good because he'll always be open. He, and he, oh, he, dude, he dominates the sideline. And we, we talk about like Marvin, Han- Marvin Harrison Jr.
1: Mm-hmm. Devontae Smith reminds me a little bit of Marvin Harrison Sr., who, who was a smaller guy, not mm-hmm. quite as big as, as his, his son, and, and was just able to dominate because he knew how to play wide receiver exceptionally well. And that's what DeMonte Smith is.
0: Yeah, he's He knows
1: but, how to, he's a professional. He came out of college a professional wide receiver. Did. Absolutely. And has just been building, you know what I mean, once he got into the pros.
0: And we had him ranked ahead of Jamar Chase. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Good time coming out because yep. of how good he was on film. Uh, you know, have Marvin Harrison Jr. won Heisman? He's what not. he didn't? No, he, no. Didn't. He, no. He's he got to he got to be a finalist, but he did not win. Jaden Daniels, close but no cigar. I can't wait to watch his film. Yeah, I've me heard too. a lot of mixed things. I heard his deep balls
3: nice. Yeah, I, I need to watch. I don't know. Yeah, Devonte Smith to me is fifth your like, senior. Yeah, yeah, that's that's at least thought. yeah. <laughs> Devontae super, Smith, some of these guys. Super, deep, like, super, super. I don't deep, you know, know. Seventh, eighth. I Are don't we know. still Bo, getting Super
0: Bo, Bo Nix's insurance is cheaper than most because he's <laughs> old enough. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it do, but he's look good. Has he hit that 25? I, I wouldn't be surprised. College football, in the for six I mean, it's going to be golden era. Yeah, to get some
3: old guys. Golden era, I mean, just like the parody and the games because everybody's going to stay back and older quarterbacks. Filling holes with NIL people instead of recruits that don't pan out. Yeah, I
0: don't. I don't like the way it's going, personally. Um, not
3: as much of a fan. I think it's good for consumer like us watching mm. better games. I, I think anyway, it's to
0: harder to five. judge rookies when they're bouncing from one scheme. I'll to say this, team. though.
3: Five of the last
2: seven Heisman winners were transfers.
1: Crazy.
0: Yeah. Interesting.
2: Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, Baker Mayfield, Joe Burrow, Kyler Murray. I, I think I got those switched year-wise. Uh, and then we had Smith and Young. And, and be fair, Caleb Williams so, but some and of those James guys
0: transfer because they, pl- they didn't have a chance to play. Some of them, yeah. Some of them. So it's like now In some people are playing and then transferring. It's different. Like, you know, Joe Burrow left because he wasn't, you know, uh, who won that job? Was that? Uh, it was Justin
1: Fields.
0: Was it just No, it was, it was before him. It was before him. It was, well, um, it was uh, Dwayne Haskins. Haskins Dwayne Haskins, Haskins won the job because yep. I went to Cardell Jones. Eesh. So, um, yeah, I'm going to take Jalen Waddle. And for me, he's he's having a down year. Not going to be a wide receiver one this year. But
2: same kind of thing happened to him that's happened to Smith, where yeah. just Tyreek's just been getting the ball so much.
0: Tyreek Hill's supposed to – he allegedly says next year is going to be his last year in the NFL. And he's going to become a porn star. Um, so, Jalen Waddle will be overcoming. <laughs> That's a retirement plan. <laughs> man. You know what I mean? It's yeah. wild, man. <laughs> he is wild.
1: Could you imagine I'm retiring and becoming a porn star? <laughs> like, Usually people retire and play shuffleboard Like, whose route what, is that?
0: <laughs> well, what's his wife saying? Like, babe, what's going on here? Maybe his wife's down. Yeah, she must be into it. I don't know. Maybe. Teaches so, it. you know, having somebody that's going to be the number one in Mike McDaniel's offense, built on speed, um, I, I really like the way he calls the game. They'll end up getting another receiver and offset, you know, Jalen Waddle. If he can become in that Tyree Kill role and be that number one option for Tua, I, I look at a nice long career for Jalen Waddle. Love this film coming out of <laughs> Alabama. And for me, it's just... I. I I'm now just really focused on a lot of these wide receivers here. Jared changed Garrett's, Garrett's name don't to pussyfoot on the sheet. Yeah. And I just lost it right in mid
1: sentence. I don't I, I could I totally I lost, I, I lost what I was saying for a second. I too. totally missed what you even said. Garrett, I'm out. sorry.
2: <laughs> so, while he
1: was Pussyfoot, go ahead. Uh,
2: he was uh, he was uh, changing my name. He also he also put a player automatically in there. And I'm not going to lie, that is definitely a player that is under consideration for me. Uh, The wide receiver position right now is tough because I've like the next like seven guys grouped crazy close together. Yeah. Like crazy close together. So for me, there's not like a big difference there in those players.
1: So you can get another couple of these guys probably. So
2: it really comes down to two running backs for me Mm -hmm. is is what it's going to come down to. And it, not surprisingly, Javante Williams. I'm, I'm a huge Javante Williams guy. Yeah. He's played really, really well the second half of the season. Uh, he's been utilized quite a bit in the in the receiving game as well, which has been good to see.
1: He's been getting in the end zone. I'm, so really, I'm, I we all know your arguments for him. I'm really curious to hear who the second one is. The second I don't one know. and the
2: guy I'm going to choose. Yeah, Ooh, Devon Achan. Yeah, okay. I'm going to go with Devon Achan. Chan. Right. Uh, so far, what I've seen, obviously, there was that one weird game where. He was, you know, two carries and thought, then got yanked yeah, and yeah. you know that kind of thing. But but otherwise, and and we talked about it when during the draft, and I I've probably said it five, six times on the show, but I there could not have been a more perfect fit with scheme and player. There just could not have been a better fit for those two. Um, I think he fits everything that they're doing in Miami. I think he's shown everything that he showed in college, plus some. He's been absolutely electric and as much as I love Javante, because I think he's going to be consistent for the next three, four years, I think Devon Achan has a chance to
1: jump into that elite territory.
0: Devon Achan is... Yeah, I think they're going to get a whole other tier above Javante. He's
1: the type of guy that once he takes over that job, which could be as early as next season, mm-hmm. he could just be a league winner.
2: Yeah. I'll be interested to see if they ever let him truly take over the job to where he's getting... Twenty, you know, eighteen, twenty carries a game, or is it always going to be the kind of thing where they have somebody else mixed in so he's not taking so many hits? Kind of like Kamara, yeah, you know. I, right. I, either way, I still think he can re- reach crazy heights yeah. just because of you know the the way he can gash for twenty yards, twenty yards. Oh, I broke off a
0: seventy yarder. Like he has that type of. If ability. he could be Kamara, alone, he will be an all time great dynasty yeah. fans football player. Kamara is an all. When we look back, it went from. It went from LaShawn McCoy, it went from Jamal Charles to LaShawn McCoy to Alvin Kamara. Yep. That absolutely. was where it went the for tor- those the generational, torch. consistent right. talents. And that's what H. N. can be. So I absolutely love that pick. And I actually think that he's a, a whole tier ahead of Javante Williams. For, in my own personal, when you get the youth, speed, and yeah. the way they're utilized. And that, I, that's I, I could it. see that argument. And, so and, I love that pick. Yeah.
3: All right, Jared. All right. Well, I'm going to go with former fifth-round pick. A guy that we liked, but we didn't talk about too much. Kind of wrote him off. Oh, no, we didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I didn't even do a nerd score for him. Yeah. And, I was going to uh, say, I thought he was, meh. I, I, maybe I, I was wrong. Then yeah. I, we,
2: I don't think we, like, I would love to say, like, oh, yeah, I liked him. I saw this guy. I didn't see this coming at all.
3: No, I don't think anybody saw this coming. But I'm going with Puka Nakula. Mm-hmm. He's on pace for... <laughs> Over fourteen hundred yards and if he eclipsed fourteen hundred fifty five yards exactly is what he's on pace for, that would mark him second all time receiving yards as a rookie. Um he's just dominated. Even I mean, Cooper Cup left her I mean, look, Cooper Cup didn't start the year and uh Puka Nakua showed out and then once Cooper Cup came back, he still he still remained relevant. So um he's a target hog. I, I'm going to go with him over Chris Olave, Drake, London, Jackson Smith and Jigba, which is crazy to say, but
1: it is crazy to say, he's uh, looked great. but he's look great. I mean, uh, I think the, the proof is in the pudding. He, he fits that system so well and, and he's just doing everything, everything that they ask. I, the only questions I have about him is whether or not it's going to be a long-term thing. Like, I know. So, the- so, so, so He's obviously shown that he can be an NFL wide receiver. I don't I don't know that it's going to look as pretty as it does now if it's not Matthew Stafford throwing him the ball in Sean McVay's yeah. system. But only time will tell that. You know what I mean? Um, so
0: It's hard to forget how good Matt Stafford really is. And he's shown how good he is, what Dude, he's doing with this team right yeah. now. His, his touchdown pass from.
3: this past week to Cooper Cup. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw it, but it's it a the timing. like yeah. He threw it before he even started breaking out. Yeah.
0: It's my, it's my only concern with Puka as well is when Matt Stafford's no longer there, which is probably like two more years at the most. Right. Yeah. That's my concern about Puka as well. But totally deserves to be picked here if you do take him. I have no argument. I wouldn't have taken him ahead of a couple of these receivers, but totally deserves it. Well, with that being said,
1: I am going to take Jackson Smith and Jigba. I'm very happy that he's sitting there. Um, I just like his upside a little bit. I was going between him and Chris Olave. I just like his upside slightly more, I guess, down the line. Um I just, you know, from a pure prospect perspective, I think he's better um, yeah. than Chris Olave. I just like his physical attributes. Uh, there's always going to be a little nagging issue with Chris Olave's physicality um, in the back of my mind. That's going to bump some other guys up ahead of him, but he's don't get me wrong. Chris Olave still produces. He's still really good.
0: I saw a stat today on Alave that, um, like, air yards, like, left on a field, which aren't his fault, essentially, due to the quarterback, 1,100 yards. The second, next, second closest is under 900, like, a little under 900. His so quarterback's crazy. been absolutely killing him. Their
1: is so, so bad. Yeah. So bad. He's just so average. He's not so bad. He's just so average. He's
3: out there, like, complaining and stuff. Like, it's not his, fault. Fo- like, it his not body language. language. So he's no Joe him? Flacco.
0: Oh, I saw that, too, about him uh, argue, like yelling at yeah, his teammates and stuff. Yeah, yeah. A lot of that.
3: Dude, get your emo
0: looking butt on the bench, <laughs>
1: but, but anyway, um, Jackson Smith and Jig was my pick. At this point.
2: He's he's looked a lot, uh, I don't want to say better because I don't think he looked bad early, but he's been more involved in more the involved. offense yep. the second half of the season. And people are dinging him, but like is this is what we said was going to happen, right? It's a crowded offense, he's going to get looks, but not as many as some of these other guys. And look for him in year two to really blossom into the receiver that he's going to be. So if if there is any buy low window on him which i think there is based on where people are ranking a lot of other receivers i think he's
1: a great target to go get totally agree man because it's only a matter of time before he's the number two option you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and who knows with the with how smooth he is and how how good of a route runner he is there there might be a time and place where he's the number one option could be and and they're sending dk kind of long and and you know, on go routes and stuff like that's the hard stuff up the middle. And and Jackson Smith and Jake was doing all did the do that, rest of the did work.
0: Did you read that report this week from Kyle Shanahan about getting uh, DK? Met- their hope they knew they were going to get DK Metcalf ejected, ejected from the game. He's a uh, he's yeah, an I emotional player. It was, yeah, it was in their meeting. Like we're going to get this guy out. He's like whoever's going to get him out. And they said they knew it. it was part of their interview process during the combine too. They saw like he he's too emotional to be on their team. Yeah, like he can't control himself.
1: It's not the first time it's happened. It's not. Yeah. So uh, well, yeah, it won't be the not. last. No, probably not. I, it's really quiet I'm just wondering yeah uh, that's really wondering. quiet oh I'm up oh uh-huh. <laughs> it's marriage time that I makes... almost took him <laughs> but I I thought it. about it too yeah.
0: <laughs> who, who who are you guys talking about <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> oh I'm up yeah oh, oh yeah, oh. Oh, yeah. So oh, Kyle okay. Pitts or Dalton who's coming out again it's King Cade boyfriend. it's his boyfriend whoa 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 don't say that in front of my husband <laughs>
3: You cheat instead of. Uh, so with my, I, pick-
1: pro- I protest. I protest <laughs> to this marriage. <laughs> Can you
0: imagine? Can you imagine? It was like a dynasty dress. Does anybody object to the selection? <laughs> I do. Why? Well, because I need him. Come on, baby. You know he won't give you what I'll give. You. Yeah, I'm taking Dog and Cave, uh, and you could pretty much say everything we saw about said about Sam Laporta. Sure. I really think. I personally believe. I found, like, that Miss America. Like, I personally believe <laughs> that the, uh, the, America. the... The America. The <laughs> America. <laughs> wow, that was bad. Uh, you know, I think Dolan, San LaPorta has given us what we're going to get out of and K just earlier. I think once... Like I said this a hundred times, already. Once Gabe Davis leaves next year in a the system. Then once, you know, digs out of the picture, I think it's going to be the Dalton K josh Allen connection for mm-hmm. a very long time. Mm-hmm. And this is a dip that I am definitely buying. Like now there's no dip where he's cheap whatsoever. I don't mean it that way. I know I tried to get him two weeks ago off somebody and he's like, You you have to overpay so much to get Kate off of me. And I was like, okay, that's fair. I feel the same way. So everything we said about Laporte about the scarcity of the position and how valuable he is, and a player I still truly believe in and I absolutely love his tape. And you know, you gotta remember Don Cade has only been playing football for about four to five years. That's it. Yeah. That's how long he's been playing football as a whole. So he's got a lot, of, lot to grow. Still love his route running. He's just absolutely terrific in Buffalo in opportunities he has been given. Yep. And I think it's going to grow exponentially. Don K- Kincaid's my pick. I actually would have taken him ahead of Jackson Smith and Jigbutt and Puka.
1: I was I was seriously um, considering double dipping and and kind of jumping you. I need that. You <laughs> wouldn't that. be double
0: dipping. It's just taking the best player you like.
1: No, I know. But, I, you know, I I didn't think you were going to handle me stealing another tight end right out from <laughs> underneath you. So I just let you have him. Look at you. Good friend award. Thank you. Uh,
3: well,
2: I, I knew Devon A. Chan wasn't coming back to me, but I knew if Matt didn't take Javante, he was safe. probably coming back. Yeah. And so once Matt took Jackson Smith and jig, I knew I was safe. So I, I was able to get the other guy that I was deciding between last pick uh, Javante Williams. Uh, you know, it, the year started off a little bit slow uh, and that was to be expected. He recovered much quicker from this injury than we expected. Most people said there was no way, no way, no zero chance that a he is multiple knee. Yes. Ligament tear. No chance that he is coming back so, uh, in week one. And he did. Now, was it everything that we had hoped and dreamed right away? No, it was, it was, it was <laughs> Rich, a little rough down, at first. down, Richard. <laughs> uh, but he's been, he's been pretty consistent uh, over the second half of the season uh, we're seeing him use a little bit more in the passing game. Uh, still not, we we still haven't seen any of those like huge weeks, but we've had an 18-point game, a 20-point game. Like we've he, had some of that. He bo- finally scored a touchdown this past week. Yeah, yeah. He only has, I think, like three rushing <laughs> touchdowns on the season.
1: It's it's not, ma- or maybe two. No, I, I think it's one rushing. He might have a couple. He might have a receiving one as well. Yeah, he's
2: got, I know he has two receiving for sure. Yeah, I think it might be three total. So three total receiving, yeah. yeah. And there, there's definitely been some bad luck with that where like, I remember the one game where. Dude, it was like Samaj J.P. right Yeah, Samaj. Uh, yeah. Jaleel McLaughlin yeah, got one sure. on the goal line. It's like, what is this dude and doing pa- on the And goal part line. of it was because the one time, like, did something to his neck that wasn't a big deal, but they just wanted to check it out. The other time, like, it was just all these, like, little fluke things that had kept getting yanked out yeah. uh, on the goal line. So, three total touchdowns, but now we finally got one on the ground because the other two were through the air.
0: And PPR Leagues running back 16 over the last five weeks. Right behind Raheem Mostert, right ahead of Saquon Barkley. So it's starting to come out a little bit there, yep. giving you high-end running Perfect time, yeah, right here at yep. the
2: playoff, right? Yep, and and the volume has been there pretty consistently, even though, you know, the touchdowns haven't quite been there. They will. Uh, but And this is also a team that is, shockingly, like, an ascending team. Yeah. This team looked... Dead in the water. They were, what, one in five one to start five, the year? I think. And now, and they're, now pushing, they're seven and six, and they're pushing, pushing for, playoffs. Pushing
0: playoffs. Yes. Defense is really coming around, too. Yeah.
2: Yep. The defense is coming around. That offensive line is starting to gel more. So it, it is one of those teams where it, it you worry about running backs in situations where, like, oh, this team could be blown up. No, this team is in a good spot with yep. a, a good head coach, and they're moving in the right direction. Yeah, that's
0: all I got to hear is that the Broncos made the playoffs about is Russ and
3: why they did it. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's all about the Russ. Did someone take Chris Alave? No. No? No, Nobody no. took Chris Alave. Oh, well, I will. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Easy enough. Yeah. And, and um, uh, I mean, you guys, were, we were talking about him earlier. That's why I thought someone took him. It was between him and... Yeah, it was between him and Jackson Smith and Jigua for me. Okay. Uh, well, averaging 17 points per game uh, over the last five games. Uh, about nine, nine targets per game. And I'm just hoping they upgrade at quarterback next year. I know they paid Derek Carr, but <laughs> he's, he's just so bad. I don't know why that.
1: Uh, I, think, uh, I think Carr's contract is such that he'll be there next year, unfortunately. maybe.
0: But, but hey,
2: if there's sure. a team that's not afraid to eat some dead cap, it's, it's the Saints. Dude, they live <laughs>
1: in cap hell. That's
2: their. Because there, there's some quarterbacks. Um, 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 um.
3: There's some quarterbacks in this draft class that could go mid-range first yeah. round. I could see he could it.
1: get Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, Nick's.
2: He could absolutely get Jimmy Garoppolo. Bo Nix,
3: I mean, Jaden Daniels could slip a little bit. JJ McCarthy from Michigan, which he has some tools that I like. No, if like they, if Penix, they, could, I think that's the route Penix. they have to go. If yeah. they
1: have, do they have their first round draft pick? I believe so. Okay. Uh, they are projected twelfth pick right okay. now. That's good. I, so was it last year then that they used their yeah. their first to round move pick? Yeah, to move up to get Chris Olave? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, they had so. two that year. That's right.
3: Okay. But yeah, I mean, huge air, air yard share, like Rich was mentioning earlier. Um have to go with them here I was I, I do like Drake London still too but I mean sure. they, they've been too good this year where they're going to be possibly in the wild card where they're going to be out of getting a quarterback like I had hoped in Atlanta yeah.
0: but uh, we to send a podcast forever if the Bears do trade Justin Fields it makes unbelievable sense that'd be to great to Atlanta
3: Atlanta would make perfect sense yeah
1: this puts me in a weird spot here right I really did like a um and I don't love any of the rest of these wide receivers
0: I like Drake London. I went with him.
1: I, I don't. I don't have English like. Week? I don't have like a. I. I think he's good. I just don't think he's great.
0: I think he also suffers from what's around him.
1: I agree with that. Um, but that stuff's there to stay. What?
0: what, what <laughs> I don't. You, <laughs> Until I Justin Fields goes there, Desmond uh, right. Ritter is not the quarterback there next year. Bet he's on not the, not town the starting like. quarterback. There's absolutely no way. No, Joe Flacco there. might be the quarterback. You go on ETN.
3: <sighs>
1: So I so I'm right now in my brain trying to figure out whether I should just grab the last quarterback that I think might have any value in Will Levi Le, Le, well Will Levis.
0: I was really hoping you're saying Bryce Young cuz I think that dude might he's at a point where I think he might just be broken.
1: No, I wasn't going to say That's Bryce Young. He said I, no, but I was I say said it. before the,
0: I said before the show started, <laughs> I'm real interested in this whole process and now I'm obviously going to turn it into the nerd too. show of where Bryce Young goes.
1: That's why I said the last quarterback with any real value, Will, okay. Will Levi. It's
0: like he could turn into a buy
3: cuz He's, it's his rookie year. That much. Coach, new coach next year. It looked bad, but I mean, let's—he's he's a rookie, really so anyway, go ahead, Matt. You never know.
1: All that, that was, being said, I'm taking Trey McBride. He's a ah, he's a freaking beast, man. That was my pick. <laughs> <laughs> All that's to say, uh, uh, can't can't not, good you pick, know? dude. Just that's make it great. Pick. He's just getting—he's just getting targeted an insane amount, and he's doing good stuff with it. So, um. Got to go with that guy. Um, fourth, I'll, I'll fourth in points per game. Yeah,
3: over the last five games, and, that's, and, and that's a tight end position. You
1: know, I've mentioned it twice already. through on picks. It's just a scarce. It's a scarce
3: it, position. And I honestly don't
2: think that the gap between him and Kincaid and Laporta is that big at all. Right. He's like, looked absolutely fantastic. You can tell me when it's all said and done that he ends up being the top one of those three. I wouldn't be shocked. Right. Do I project it? No, but I wouldn't be shocked at all.
0: You know, my favorite thing I saw at McBride was this past. I think it was two weeks ago. When they threw him a touchdown in the end zone, and the refs called it back, and it was to me, it looked like clearly a touchdown. They said the ball came out of his hands. It was like the Des Bryant kind of play. Mm-hmm. Next play, they Next went, play. They went right back to him the next play, and he held on that ball like it yeah. was like you know that was the Dulling that, that was the times. rain that
1: was the rain right it was the rain in Pittsburgh. I don't recall. Okay, um, that was. But in my brain, I mean,
0: it was that yeah. moment where I was like, "This dude is a, he's a dog." Like, yeah. Dude, that Pumped was a
3: high, up. low, high moment for me because I had him and I needed that touchdown. Yeah. I was like, God, called it yeah. back. And then the next play, I was like,
0: yes. And, and this isn't like, you know, remember Trey McBride was the number one tight end on the board. Like, yeah. at the time, he was a former John Mackey Award winner. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not Brock Browers, so He did win the only two-time John Mackey Award winner uh, in the history of college football. But he was a John Mackey Award winner nonetheless. Yep. And, you know, a former number one rookie tight end in our rankings coming out. So... I, I don't hate to speak either. I'm going to take Drake London just because still, you know, th- this is a player that he has shown when given opportunity to put the ball by him that he could produce. Like he's, a, he could be a true number one receiver. And you know, that catch he made this weekend was absolutely phenomenal. I do think he is hindered by uh, the quarterback around him. I think he has a draft capital, to be on his team long term, I think this would be a player that does get resigned to a long term contract that they really are invested in him. And I and I think what they've shown too, like if they had to t- choose between him and Kyle Pitts, it would be Drake London over Kyle Pitts, even though Kyle Pitts has a real so, high draft capital as well.
1: So yeah, uh, and what I meant by the people around him aren't going anywhere. It's Kyle Pitts and Bijan Robinson, Bijan, Bijan. I got it. B. John Robinson. I'm just saying like Robinson. I used to say it. Yeah. I'm, B. John Robinson. Those are the guys I was talking about that aren't going anywhere, that are going to be garnering uh, – they're going to be taking away targets from him mm-hmm. consistently. Um, and I just don't think it's a high-powered enough offense the way it is currently constructed for all those guys to excel. And I just think, you know, B. John's and I'm looking at this as a long-term
0: yeah. you know, play. There's a couple other players I, I considered uh, taking here. But with the age – because remember, he's really young. He came out super young as well. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. for me, I'm a, you know to get a really young receiver that could still be a number one at this point, like we're at the back end of the second. I feel very comfortable. Out of all my options here, I'm looking at the highest upside on the board, and to me, that is Drake London.
2: Yeah, I can't blame you for taking him, but I, I'm very surprised to still see this player on the board. And it's one of those where, you know, he's crossed my mind tons of times for yep. for for a while. And especially yeah. with just the lack of overall talent to pull from at, at the running back position, I, I had to go with Travis ETN. Uh, I, I talked about him kind of in the midseason awards there as somebody that I wish I had more shares of. Cause it wasn't super high on Travis ETN and he was really starting to show me something. And then of course, as soon as I
1: said that, Then he had his six-point game, his eight-point game. I was like, of course. And I I think that's probably, honestly, it's totally recency bias. That's probably why he dropped a little bit. Probably. In this, because if it was three weeks ago and we did this, he would have been taken.
2: But, I mean, he's overall running back three on the season, averaging 17.5 points per game. So he's had a really, really good season. It's just been buoyed a little bit more heavily because of the touchdowns. That's really been... The thing that's putting him over the top,
1: and like I said, three weeks ago he hadn't had one of those down, you know, as as big of a downturn as he's had these past three weeks, and now it's like, oh yeah, this is re- the return to the inconsistencies, sure. right? Um, so that's that's kind of at least how I felt about it, and why I hadn't picked him quite yet. Yeah, no.
0: I, I think a lot of people could be sitting here listening to the show, going, yeah, what what is going on? Why Travis Etienne? And all I would ask you to do is go back and listen to the show and all the players that went ahead of him. You know, I think this really screams to the strength of these last three years sure. mm-hmm. uh, as a whole because you know if this was a startup. You'd be very comfortable with all these you know the, mm-hmm. these picks right here. Now we're only in the two rounds and we still have. A, there's a ton of good players here that I'm super still excited about yep. into the next shows. I but knew you were going to do that, Jared. It's, it's also the positional value as well of the running back, right? You know, when when you're taking these guys, that always comes into equation as well. Like I'm still looking at sit from a dynasty. Lens like who would I take on the board here? And I'm still looking for long term. And Travis Etienne still doesn't fit that mold. And there's actually probably what, what do you think uh, is the lifespan of a uh, Travis Etienne? I think we got a, probably another
2: two years, three two years. years. Yeah. Hashtag two
0: three year yeah. window. Right yeah. There.
2: Uh, and 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 that's the thing. Like, yes, some of these receivers are going to offer more longevity, but are they offering me longevity as a top five running back? Right. A top ten running back, or are they offer me longevity as. Wide receiver twenty eight. Yeah, you know, and like, yep. yeah, they're playing longer, but that's not making a difference in my lineup. Yep. Travis Etienne, even though it'll be more short lived, is going
1: to make a difference in my lineup. Totally, and that's what you have to grapple with, basically on, on a pick by pick basis.
2: Like,
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: I mean, that's what you that's what you have to kind of. figure you're out. You're
0: always taking the running back as a short term two, two hashtag two three your window, no matter what. Yep. Um, and I can just always find I could feel that I could find that. You know, mm-hmm. but I understand you're saying he's giving you top five. Uh, upside there, which is a true difference maker, and that's that's the strongest argument you can make mm-hmm. for him going here or even higher.
2: Yeah, because because I mean, you could argue he him, him or Devon Achan, Chan, him or Javante Williams, like yeah. you know any of those guys. So I mean, really anywhere from two, three on, I think you could have made a relatively strong argument. I for think Trent's him team. and
0: Javante would be a really big strong argument. Mm-hmm. I would still take A. Chan. I'm pushing A. Chan to the topper. To I like, am too. Top tier, well, so.
2: obviously, I'm taking
3: them yeah. in that order because well, I took them all.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Close
3: (laughs) this out. Closing out with the short... I couldn't think of a joke that rhymes. <laughs> since just just short stout, dude, but it doesn't. Dude, you need to come it's here. Not right. <laughs> I'm He's, off. All right. Podca- podcasting's off. like flexing a muscle. You got to do yeah, it and work it out yeah, a little bit. Yeah. 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 You're, you don't well, tell the
0: joke and then explain your joke because it's not going it. to be funny. <laughs> <That> <laughs> was, <laughs> I'm taking. going to
3: be like Rich. Just tell a joke and hope people get it. That guy. This guy's coming in limp, man. That's all I got to say. Uh, <laughs> droopy. <laughs> droopy. I'm taking uh, Tank Dell. Tank Dell. It's um, a good pick. I'm Guy surprised I liked by this pick. a lot. I'm not surprised. And, and you know he loves Tank Dell. I do. I like him a lot. And that that came through, thankfully, because obviously he's an outlier. Yeah, where where was he at before the injury? Before the injury. He was like wide receiver fourteenth, right? Yeah. What, um, week, what week was? I mean, he work? was pacing. Was it eleven times? So I
2: would go through week twelve because thirteen was the week he got hurt. Oh, week thirteen you got injured? Uh, yeah, he
3: was pacing like 10 targets yeah, a game. 14th. And, um, 14th. I, I, I just like the pairing with him and Stroud. I mean, mm-hmm. pairing him with one of the best rookie quarterbacks, if not the best rookie quarterback seasons we've ever seen. 14th. Um, and that was missing a game too. And that was, missing. I a think before, game. Stroud's going to be the, the type ride. of quarterback yeah. that can elevate the guys around him. Mm-hmm. And with tank Dell's ability to separate and make big plays down the field. I, I he's a guy I want on my, my dynasty rosters. Now, I mean, there's arguments to be made for, you know, taking like a Jordan Addison mm-hmm. over him, but Justin Jefferson's there. Houston doesn't still really, really doesn't have Nico a guy. Uh I, I like Tank Dell over over Nico Collins uh in that offense. Uh,
2: I like I, both I, players. Like I, I can too. see either side of that argument. Uh Tank Dell, I mean a guy that he asked for by name, and he literally on a points per game basis, he was a he was a wide receiver one uh in his first twelve games. So that's, but Nico Collins was right there, too. He missed the game as well uh, and was right in that same range. So, like, I think I think both guys are very good players, and I think this is going to be a very strong passing attack
1: for years to come.
0: The biggest concern you'll always have with Tank will always be his size. Sure. He's always going to be um, out there for injury. I but guarantee just...
1: that's the last time they use him on a goal line play.
3: Yes. Dude, so, I <laughs> know, well, they ran a hurry up at that point, which is why he was on the field, right. because he was on the field from the previous play. But I know I saw the same thing. I'm like, why is he in yeah, right there? I mean, like, inside too. Yeah.
1: Like, That's, honestly, just flex him out. I had just on so many
2: teams. Pull that defender killing. out with it, him. Even him personally should have been, that should have been a career decision on that one. Like,
3: yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to chill. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pushing Thankfully, on that Thankfully, it was just a fractured fibula. Right. What like, ways it could have been way worse.
0: All of Tank Dell's equipment,
3: shoes, socks,
0: <laughs> pads, underwear, helmet, or Tank Dell
2: here's here's what i'm gonna say legitimately though the nice part is it he got are the, to a are point
1: where the, are the pads wet or is he wet <laughs>
2: uh he was getting really really expensive uh his price is going to be extremely depressed because of that I because disagree. of somebody saying look i'm worried about him getting hurt and i need players for the playoffs and all that stuff like if you were to acquire tank Dell, now is the time to do it uh, because because that price is going to be depressed.
0: I see the water just glistening all over
1: <laughs> your body. All right. So as a recap of round two. Um, is
0: are extremely long show. <laughs>
1: Devontae Smith went 2-1. Went uh, and then Jalen Waddell uh, went 2. Uh, Devon A. Chan. I got it right. Devon there you a. Go. Chan. Nailed it. 3. And then Puka Nukua. Jackson Smith and Jigba, Dalton Kincaid, Javante Williams, Chris Olave was 8th, ninth was Trey McBride, 10th was Drake London, 11th Travis Etienne, and 12th Tank
0: Dell. Yeah, so that's the show. Thanks everybody for listening. Congrats to everybody that made their playoffs. Good luck the rest of the way. Uh, We will be here every single week. I hope everybody had a fantastic time in this 2023 regular season as we enter the postseason. But as we all know... Dynasty is three hundred and sixty-five days a year. It Keep does going. not stop. If you are out of the playoffs, your season is just beginning. The second your twenty twenty-four season That's is right. just beginning, as you prepare to rebuild your team. In your long-term goal to make these playoffs, uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, I hope we've been some help along the way there. Uh, as we continue to help, I can't wait to get into our off-season content. We still got a little bit more ways to go, but it's gonna be a very exciting rookie class. Oh, if you yeah. enjoyed this show throughout the season, we really would appreciate leaving a rating and review uh, on your, any way you listen to the podcast. It really does help the show and get us out there more. If you're following along on YouTube, or if you don't follow our YouTube channel, make sure you hit that subscribe button, that like button there as well. We'll be back next week with a brand a new show and hopefully talking to you guys as first round playoff victors winners (laughs) adios